Hey, you're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also get us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature control, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. It is uh, 410 here at the station in Piston, 66 degrees and cloudy. Uh, I, I had something lined up. Well, it, it's in the same realm, but uh, a text message that I received from a listener um, set me in a direction to have me do some research during the break. I'm going to get to that in just a second, but I want to move on. I want Before I move on, I want to get back to the GOP debate. Charles from Scott Township on the GOP debate. Charles, how are you? Charles, you there? Oh, Rob, you out there? Yep, we got you. Oh, okay, Rob. Uh, yeah, I just want to make a comment about the debates last night. Boring, very boring. When you could understand them because they weren't shouting over each other. Yeah, I, I, if you don't look at you the way they're going attacking Trump, it's like a bunch of featherweight fighters trying to challenge a champion heavyweight fighter. Yeah, I mean, they, they they definitely took their shots. I mean, they they had uh, some of them did. I mean, Chris Christie obviously went the went the most, but he's expected to do that because that's probably the only reason he's there. It's probably the only reason he has yeah. a spot because they know that he'll he's going to be that vocal opponent to a Donald Trump. Um, but, you know, but some others did as well. But yeah, it, it just the, the the debate last night did nothing for me. No, oh, I one other thing, Robin. A whole different note. If I'm making a plug here, our church the community bible church at heart lake is having a wonderful chili festival on october the 14th and with cornbread and baked products also having a seven right up at heart lake right just past heart lake uh, a little ways uh, and uh, it's going to be a wonderful uh, chili festival with all these people bringing their their homemade chilies their different recipes and everything and uh so I just want to put that out there, if you don't mind. No, no problem. I, I think I saw a sign for it down on 107 in Belmont Road myself. So, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Great, great event. Yeah, if if down, you're Rob. in the area, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah, I mean, my wife's gonna make her famous. She's a uh, we're uh, we eat nothing but plant based. We're gonna make her awesome plant based chili. It will knock your socks off. It's absolutely fantastic. All right, worth a try. We'll 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 check it out. Charles, thanks for calling. Okay. In. You bet. Have a good one, Rob. Thank you. Well, I was going to talk about, because there was this article where August border encounters of more than 322,000, the highest monthly total in U.S. history. So this is what I was going to talk about, because that itself is just unbelievable and outrageous at the same time. 322,000 August border encounters, more highest monthly total in U.S. history. But then I got a text message, a Peruvian national identified in bomb hoaxes. See, the border crap is now coming to pass. And you're 100% right. And I look locally because we did have a, a whole series of bomb hoaxes here in our schools that canceled football games, um, you know, postponed a lot of things, sent some kids home. They did checks, R really kind of shook this area for a while that we talked about a week ago. And I, I checked our local news sources, and there's nothing here locally that has to do with it. But thankfully, you know, I, I looked into uh, justice.gov, and it is, in fact, a Peruvian national arrested in Peru 
for sending over 150 hoax bomb threats to schools and other institutions in the United States and soliciting child pornography. Eddie Manuel Nunes Santos allegedly sent hoax bomb threats to numerous schools, synagogues, airports, and hospitals across five states, causing massive disruptions and attempted to produce and receive child pornography. Damian Williams, the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, and James Smith, the Assistant Director in Charge of the New York Field Office of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, announced today the unsealing of a complaint charging Eddie Manuel Nunez Santos, a.k.a. Lucas, with making hoax bomb threats to more than 150 school districts, synagogues, airports, hospitals, and shopping malls between September 15th and September 21st of this year. The threats spanned multiple states, including New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Arizona, and Alaska, and resulted in massive disruptions in the targeted communities, including evacuations of thousands of school children, a lockdown of a hospital, flight delays. Nunez Santos is also charged with attempting to induce a 15-year-old girl to take and send him nude and sexually explicit photographs. And he allegedly sent the bomb threats in retaliation against her and many other minors after they refused his requests for child pornography. Now, as parents, and I'm not saying it says Pennsylvania, but it doesn't mention the threats we had here specifically. It fits the time frame. We fit the area. And it fits the type of threats that were made in our area. So there's a good chance, and that's why I'm saying not definitively, but there's a good chance this is the individual that was responsible for our local threats here. This does not say that. It just says Pennsylvania. But if you read the MO, if you read how it was done and what was done, it fits in in very well with what we suffered here a week ago with the threats to our local facilities here. Now, they're saying he did this in retaliation to several of these locations because Girls, young girls, underage girls in those areas did not reciprocate his requests for nude photos. Speak to your child. Speak to your children. Did they receive any weird emails? Did they receive any contact on their social media? Did they receive any solicitation from anyone who was asking for something of the sexual nature or just wanted to be friends out of the blue for someone they didn't know? Says AKA Lucas, so was, I'm assuming that's the name he was going by. Eddie, the name is Eddie Manuel Lucas. I'm going to put a link to this on my social media so parents out there can see this and read this for themselves. But the, making these types of threats, causing evacuations, bomb threats, and such is one thing. The fact that they're saying now the FBI and the U.S. attorney is saying that. A lot of these were in retaliation for young women, young girls that uh, did not send him nude and sexually explicit photographs, takes this to another level. Was he in contact or attempting to contact the young girls in Northeast Pennsylvania? And the best way to find that out is have open dialogue with your kids. Have the conversation. Yes, this is scary. They're saying specifically, 
that he allegedly sent the bomb threats in retaliation against her and other minors after they refused to request of child pornography. Nunez Santos, a Peruvian national, was arrested on September 26, 2023, by Peruvian authorities in Lima, Peru, based on charges in the complaint. Now, again, I'm just reading this for the first time, so bear with me. The FBI assistant director in charge said not only did Santos allegedly email hundreds of hoax bomb threats terrorizing schools, hospitals, houses of worship, he also perversely tried to sextort innocent teenage girls. His action wasted limited law enforcement resources, put first responders in unnecessary danger, and victimized children. The FBI will not tolerate anyone who seeks to interfere, induce fear in the communities. We do whatever it takes to put this perpetrator in such action behind bars, regardless of their location. Um, as alleged in the complaint filed in Manhattan Federal Court, it says the FBI began receiving reports of bomb threats sent primarily via email or online contact forms to various institutions across New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Arizona, and Alaska. Just goes to show you, this guy's in Lima, Peru. And this is the extent of he's reaching out to young girls in those areas, in those states, to try and sextort them. And this is why it's so important, and I talk about it all the time here, have this open dialogue with your kids. And it just doesn't have to be your daughters. It's, it's young boys, too. Talk to them all about this. The fact that he targeted schools, multiple locations in our area here in northeast Pennsylvania— if your child goes to one of those schools, is associated with one of those schools, lives in the area of those schools, you want to have that conversation with them. Over the past several months, have they received any weird friend requests? Anyone tried to sex source them? Anyone asking for provocative photos? Anyone sending them photos that they were able to grab off of social media and try to intimidate them for sending more? Looks like he sent, uh, on September 17th, he sent an email to a synagogue in Westchester County. Um, here, another example. On September 20th, 2023, Nunez Santos sent emails containing the following threats to approximately 24 school districts in Pennsylvania. I placed multiple bombs in all of the schools from your district. The bombs will blow up in a few hours. I'll gladly smile when your families are crying because of your deaths. So this is most likely the individual that was uh, was uh, emailing our schools here in Northeast Pennsylvania. But the scary part behind this is this was in retaliation for him not getting what he wanted. Provocative photos of the young girls here in Northeast Pennsylvania, our children here in Northeast Pennsylvania. It says, um, these threats triggered emergency law enforcement response and resulted in significant disruptions to targeted institutions in our area, including school evacuations and closures, airline flight delays, and a lockdown of a hospital. For example, as a result of just one of Nunez Santos' bomb threats sent on September 19, 2023, more than 1,100 school children across approximately 20 different schools were evacuated in Pennsylvania. He's charged with multiple charges, facing a maximum of 20 years in prison. 
Again, this is what affects us here, but the most important thing reading through this, and again, I'm seeing this for the first time, and I thank the text messenger for turning me on to this, but again, our local media here hasn't covered this at all from what I saw, because that's where I first searched. I'm getting this directly from justice.gov from the U.S. Attorney's Office, that uh, this individual, his bomb threats were in retaliation because young girls, mostly 14 and 15, failed to send him the sexually explicit photographs that he was demanding from them as he tried to sextort them. Speak to your children. If you have a teenager in Northeast Pennsylvania, talk to them. If they had some sort of strange contact, contact your local police. Contact your district attorney. Have them look into it. They might want to forward this or bring the FBI in to, invest, uh, to, to interview you. Hopefully it's the one they have, but if this is more of a network, if it's not just one individual, you want to side on the side of caution so talk to your children I, I i implore you to have a conversation with them see if anyone it's it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation but say has anyone strange reached out to you looking for photos looking to get any information friend you these are the conversations you want to have it's uh 422 here at wilk Time for traffic and weather. And thank you very much, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. You'll be slowed up on River Street and Plains due to that road work. It's a little jammed up on Route 309, Business Route 309 in Wilkesbury Township near Blackman Street because of road work that's happening there as well. 81, a little bit slow go in areas from... Uh, Waverly to Lenox on in both directions because of the road work also happening there. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, increasing clouds, high 68. Tonight, cloudy with some light rain, low 55. Friday, showers possible, high 65. Saturday, a.m. morning clouds and mostly sunny the rest of the day, high 75. Saturday, mostly sunny and warm, high 80. It's currently uh, 65 degrees and cloudy here at 424 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I'm sorry, I was just trying to get that up on my social media. I haven't gotten it up yet, but I, I plan to. Um, looking for the next story here. Uh, it was the, you know, all the people that were arrested for the riots in Philadelphia where they smashed and grabbed all the store merchandise and everything? We talked about it the other day. Um, well, the, the good majority of them, I, a matter of fact, I can't find one that's still in custody, have all been released. Even uh, the teary eyed social media influencer meatball who live streamed the entire thing she's been charged with six felonies and multiple misdemeanors and has been released on i believe thirty-five thousand dollars unsecured bail and what's the first thing she did well posted on social media that she's out and whatever the situation is but um most of the people were released on their own recognizance it's called ror it's basically you get arrested, you get processed, you go before a judge, and they say, okay, here's your court date. You're released to come back when your court date is. Uh, they don't require any bail. They don't require anything as far as that goes. So uh, so much for that. There's a listing, and, and I, I put it on. I'm looking to find it now. There was a listing of who was arrested, and they were anywhere from ages 14 to 37. The majority of those arrested 
were in their 20s and 30s down in Philadelphia for this looting that they try and say, well, you know, it's kids being kids. You know, it's kids just being rowdy. It's these crowds. It's that crowds. No, it was they were anywhere from the age. I think I saw two 14-year-olds. Everyone else were in their 20s and 30s, the highest age being 37 that I saw. But um, the social media influencer who live-streamed the entire thing, who goes by the name Meatball, her real name is Deja Blackwell, said that she's never done anything like that before. She's caught up in the moment. But yet she's caught yelling on her social media screen stream while she's showing all this. This is what happens when we don't get justice in this city. Free iPhones, free iPhones, she's yelling. So what, does she really have nothing to do with it? Or didn't she? But she was arrested. She was actually arrested live on her live stream. Her bail was set for, uh, I'm sorry, $25,000. And uh, she's out. And the first thing she did while she was out was, uh, you know, of course, make her social media video. There's the mug shot, the infamous, infamous mug shot of her with the tears streaming down her face. And, you know, a little, little um, condensation under her nose, we'll say. Obviously broken up over being arrested. But the second thing she does once she's out from being arrested after posting her $25,000 unsecured bail, which really isn't a post. You basically sign a letter. Is to make a social video uh, post video. And again, it's interesting because the more videos have come out since of this entire incident. And the police were severely outnumbered when this first started. They tried tackling individuals and, and bringing them into custody and handcuffing them and securing them. And, of course, you have the crowd who was partaking in this mass smash and grabs, these mass organized thefts, this riot, were yelling, take out your phones, film the police, film the police, take out your phones, because, of course, that's the rule we're in. You know what? I got a little breaking news for you. Police are allowed to use force. We're taught to use force. We're taught how to use force. Get over it. That's as simple as there's an escalation of force. There's time where force is necessary and there's time when not force is necessary when force is not necessary. There's times where force is taken to extremes where sometimes it's not justified, and we have processes for that. We have processes more than any other job description out there. You have your immediate supervisor looking into it. You have your, your uh, internal affairs. You have your department. You have your city attorneys. You have your state attorneys. You have your Department of Justice. These are everyone. You have your civilian review board. You have all these avenues if you abuse your authority to do those things. But make no mistake that police have the authority to use force if necessary. If you become aggressive, if you resist, if you fight, force is allowed. If you square off in an offensive manner, yes, you're going to get met with overwhelming physical force because the, 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 the motivation is to place you in custody with the least amount of force necessary safely for you, for me, for everyone else around. That doesn't mean I'm going to have an even fight with you and square off with you. It means I'm going to put you down as quickly as I can to secure you so you're not a danger to yourself, to me, or anyone else around. So this whole mantra that police aren't allowed to use force you clench a fist and take an offensive stance with me, police officer has the just right to punch you right in the face and put you down and handcuff you, and that's where it leads. So those are the facts. 
That's how force is allowed to be used. And we've come into a situation where we have officers second-guessing themselves, not using the amount of force they haven't get. And I've become victim of that myself. And every time I didn't use the amount of force that I thought necessary and I second-guessed myself, I ended up injured. And that's the way it works. So this whole thing where the phones come out, you can record it all you want. As long as you can, as the officer can articulate what you did, why you did it, and what you felt at that moment, and this is the training that it's based off of, you are 100% fine. Stop being afraid of these cameras. Stop letting these, these cretins with their cameras try to influence the job that's done out there for the safety of the public. And let's continue to do the job better than I'll put it up against any uh, job in the country. And the, the results and the stats prove it. And this is why they always have to grab the first five or, five or six that's happened over the past 10 years time and time again. Because it's not a systemic problem. What's a systemic problem is we're letting it alter the way we do our job in law enforcement. That's the systemic problem. We need to go back to our training and what we're allowed to do and justify it and articulate it and we're fine. But meatballs out on bail. So we'll leave it at that. It's 4.33 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's the point in the show where we honor our local heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 76 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice throughout history, one of which from here in Pennsylvania. Deputy Game Warden Leroy Brown Stackhouse, Pennsylvania Game Commission in 1969. Stackhouse suffered a fatal heart attack while attempting to remove a deer carcass from Route 191 near the intersection of Route 507 in Newfoundland, Pennsylvania. It's part of their job duties. If you see the Game Commission uh, vehicles out there, they are law enforcement. Give them your thanks and talk to them, especially if you're a hunter. They're always a wealth of information. And our thoughts and prayers go out to Leroy Brown Stackhouse's family if they're still in the area. Again, this was 1969. Uh, I read into this Department of Justice on these bomb threats and this individual. Um, again, I implore you to have conversations with your children if they were in any of these schools, even if they were not, in Northeast Pennsylvania, um, because it looks like he did have contact with young women here in Northeast Pennsylvania. And it said... Uh, the FBI was able to deem phone numbers and IP addresses that he was in conversation with. And it said that uh, the FBI determined that the phone numbers and IP addresses were used by certain minor females, including a 17-year-old girl residing in Pennsylvania, a 13-year-old girl residing in Pennsylvania, and a 15-year-old girl residing in New York. Each of those girls had engaged in online communication with Nunez Santos, who used the alias Lucas and represented himself to be, a 50, to be 15 years old. And in those communications, Nunez Santos repeatedly asked at least two of the girls to send him nude photographs of themselves. When the girls refused his requests or cut off communication with him, Nunez Santos threatened to bomb their schools or kill them. And he sent the aforementioned aforementioned bomb threats to schools in their areas with directives for targeted institutions to contact the girls. So, again, just as per this Department of Justice complaint, he contacted a 15-year-old, a 17-year-old girl here in Pennsylvania and a 13-year-old girl here in Pennsylvania and a 15-year-old girl in New York. Have the conversation with your kids. Ask them if a Lucas 
That seems what his alias was that he used online, who represented himself to be a 15-year-old boy, had any contact. If he did, contact your local police. I have put this on my social media. You can follow, uh, go to Facebook on Rob O'Donnell. Share this within your communities. The the entire I, I, I broke it down into the highlights, and then I have a link to the Department of Justice complaint here that I'm looking at. Um, so people in your community as well know. It's an uncomfortable conversation, but you're going to need to have this with your kids. You want to know if something like this was going on. And show, have your kids read this, that this is what the threats that are out there. It'll be uh, good for them to see firsthand that there there are wolves out there that looking to prey on young, unsuspecting students, both girls and boys. This isn't just strictly to girls. It is uh, 442 here at WILK. It's time for traffic and weather. Thanks, Rob. This Penteladata Internet traffic update is brought to you by Bailey's Cafe in Dalton. Enjoy breakfast and lunch until 2.30, Wednesday through Saturday. Seems like we have a jam on Business Route 309 at Wilkesbury Township Boulevard, right around Blackman Street, uh, going in both directions due to road work. We also have uh, construction causing issues on River Street in Plains. That is all jammed up. And we have a little bit of slowing on 81 between Waverly and Lenox in both directions. That due to road work as well. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy with some light rain, low 55. Friday, showers possible, high 65. Saturday morning, clouds to mostly sunny, high 75. Sunday, mostly sunny and warm, high 80. Currently 65 degrees and cloudy here at 443, your official weather station, WILK. Jake's trying to rile me up again here on the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 447 here at the station, 65 degrees and cloudy. Again, uh, this this article about the bomb threats and this, this individual from Peru who was posing as a person named Lucas, a 15-year-old boy, um, was in contact with young girls here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Just do not limit it to young girls. If you have a young teenage son in one of these schools, talk to them, see if you know they were reached out to. Um, it's better safe than sorry. But the link is on my Facebook page. You can go to Rob O'Donnell on Facebook and see it. Share the link with your community, with your friends. Let them see it. Let them read through it. Let your kids, let your teenagers read what this individual was doing because it shows a blueprint of how these predators work. Um, like I said, he, he was in definite contact with a 17-year-old and 13-year-old girl in our area. We want to be sure that everyone was safe out there. And uh, you know what? You tell him point blank. Listen, if you did send something, if something was there, let's know about it now. Let's get it to the authorities. You're a victim. Let's, let's, uh, let's uh, get the authorities involved so it doesn't go any further than that so they can pursue the people who are doing it. We can deal with having a conversation on why you did it later. But let's protect the children now. And again, I know kids are worried about parents blowing up and overreacting. We're worried about blowing up and overreacting. The main point, blowing up and overreacting is a side effect to keeping our kids safe. Keeping our kids safe is the primary goal. So let's do that first, and then there's always room for a conversation to sit down and say, okay, this is why we talk about these things. This is why you don't do these things. And, um, you know, we, we can teach them, we can instruct them, we can talk to them all we want. 
hopefully if they see things like this firsthand, if they read things like this firsthand, our kids can say for themselves, yes, uh, this is this is not a road I want to go down. And if I went down that road being a stupid kid, then let's handle it like that. But let's get the authorities involved so they can track down the, these predators. Because it's what they are. They're predators. Here was an individual from another country targeting young girls in our area, in Pennsylvania, in New York, in Alaska. They don't care where you're from. But the bomb threats were in retaliation to girls who didn't send him what he wanted. So we had multiple schools here in our area that got those threats. So we have to look a little bit into more why. The link is on my Facebook page. You know, parents, take it from there. That's that's why we're parents. That's why you're parents. Um, not going to tell you how to have the conversation. I, you know, I've had these conversations. I got two girls. Um, I know the threats that are out there. I've pursued the threats that are out there. Um, I've had these conversations since my kids were very young, since before they got social media. And like I said, it doesn't say exactly what platform this individual was reaching out from. It doesn't say specifically, you know, it was it Facebook, was it Twitter, was it Snapchat, was it... It's all of them. I'm telling you right now, these predators use every single social media platform there is, every chat platform there is, every message platform there is. They manipulate everything. They pretend to be something they're not, they get comfortable in the chats thinking you're talking to another teenager, you're talking to someone, they use pictures that they grab off of the internet. So, you know, to try to entice that conversation so they could take it to that next level. And unfortunately, young girls and young boys fall for this all the time and do silly things, do things that put themselves at risk. So have the conversation. Again, I know it's it's uncomfortable. I know kids are going to get defensive. Our teens are going to get defensive. Show them the article and say, my primary concern is you, your safety. And if you did anything like this, you could, uh, you can, um, we can work that out. My primary concern is your parent, is your safety. And if you became victim of this, if you were a victim of this, we can deal with why afterwards. Let's deal with protecting you now. Because like we say all time and time again, once those pictures are out there, they're always out there. But the article is on my, uh, on my Facebook page. And, uh, again, you don't, if, if you, you just take the link and share it. it. It's the Department of Justice link. I don't care if my name's on it. I don't care if you forward my post. Whatever's easier for you. I want to make sure your kids get the message. I want to make sure parents read the message, your friends read the message. Your school, send it to your school guidance counselor. Send the Department of Justice note and say, hey, maybe counselors at schools should be asking the same thing that parents are asking not necessarily to come with them to come to them but if something like this happened um you know talk to someone talk to the authorities ask your parents to take you to the police station you want to speak to someone it's embarrassing i understand but people make mistakes we can get past mistakes Mistakes happen. Everyone makes mistakes. Us as parents make mistakes. Our kids make mistakes. They're gonna, and we're gonna make more mistakes. Safety is the primary goal. I would rather make a thousand mistakes than one fatal error. Talking to our kids is the way to do that. And I can't, I, I know I'm harping on this, but reading through this, I know these predators that are out there. And they are. And this did affect our area. And if you, it was just a week ago. It was all over the news. Our school districts were sending people home. They were canceling football games. Again, I cannot stress enough, but I will talk to your kids. 
It's uh, 4.53 here at WILK. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is 4.55 here at the station. 65 degrees and cloudy outside. Again, the Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, I, I got a bunch of messages. You know, was he here legally or illegally? He was in Peru. He wasn't here at all. So this was someone from afar attempting to victimize our children here. And a lot of times when they get those photos, they sell them to websites. And um, the Internet's forever. So this is why the I stress having a conversation um, with our kids. Well, when you elect dumb people to Congress, you get dumb answers. It's as simple as that. And and this one even dumbfounded CNN. Jake Tapper host when he was uh, interviewing Representative Ayanna Presley, Democrat of Massachusetts. She's part of the squad on border security. She said that the uh, the border is completely secure, and it kind of dumbfounded uh, Jake Tapper. He said, uh, noted that some Republicans' concern of the lack of uh, additional border security funding in the upcoming bipartisan Senate bill, pressing Presley about whether something needs to be done about the crisis at the border. She said, no doubt about it. Our border is secure, and we are in the midst of a humanitarian crisis, and we have to fix a broken system. Presley said before being interrupted by Tapper to see if he heard her correctly. Says, you think the border's secure or is it not secure? He asked. Presley repeated that uh, America is in the midst of a humanitarian crisis and that federal investment must be secured to support migrant families. So see how she deflects from the actual physical security of the border to federal investment must be secured to support migrant families. Tapper asked, uh, Jake Tapper asked for clarification a second time, noting that he agrees this is a humanitarian crisis. But just to get some clarity on this, and sure, it is a conversation for another day, but do you think the border is secure? Is that what you said? Her answer, yes, the border is secure. The Massachusetts congresswoman claimed the second time, and we're in the midst of a humanitarian crisis that has been created by a broken system. Jake Tapper later asked, but if you have millions of undocumented migrants coming into the country, how is the border secure? Presley avoided the question by answering, this is not a new crisis. Labeling it again as humanitarian crisis noting her work representing one of the most diverse constituencies in the country. Again, never asking the question, never answering the question. But she believes the border is secure and even stumbled Jake Tapper of CNN, who said, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying except for the idea that the border is secure. If you have people crossing the border, it's just by definition not secure, Tapper said. And he's not wrong. They are delusional. They are lying to you because they don't care about you. They don't care about us. They don't care about their constituents. They don't care about their tax dollars. They don't care about the budget. They don't care about anything. 
What do they care about, Northeast Pennsylvania? Money and power. That's it. They literally look into the camera and lie to you. Border secure. It's uh, 5 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a few minutes.